When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, folks. Welcome back to the latest Mount West Wire basketball podcast. Yeah, we're doing hoops. We told MWR.com's website. You know what, Andy? Because Andy's always here for hoops. It's a good thing we can the next couple of days. We discussed even before the show, what games are we going to talk about? I think we didn't do it last week because there have been even fewer games to talk about. Everybody's going, you know, middle finger to Omicron at the moment. It's like, come on, get out of here. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been tough. We're barely getting anything going on, but, you know, we got a new year. And I was hopeful, you know, as we turned into 2022 that, you know, we'd be, I don't know, turning the page and finally passed something. But apparently the the – the variants don't care about the calendar. Of course, they, uh, they don't care. They don't care about anything. They no, care about the postponements are just speeding up now in January. It's crazy. Uh, if looking at the Mountain West composite schedule, it's like uh, let's see here, eight of the last <laughs> like thirteen games have, or no, maybe more. Uh, yeah, I'd say <laughs> something closer to like ten of the last fifteen games have been postponed. Something like that, or you know, are already postponed. Um, it's, it's just, it's bad. It's bad right now, but. Yeah. I guess yeah. the good thing, uh, if you want to pause the spin about it, from what I've been, because I have all other new, new, like actual news, not what we do, we just screw around and talk sports. It's not news. This is just having fun. But actual what? news stuff. <laughs> Sorry. It's important. No, it's just, you know I'm getting that. Like, I, I'm, I've done news guys on sports guy stuff. But what I've been told or what I've been researching and listening to and reading Hopefully this is the case because Omicron's a new deal. That I think what we do know, which could be a good thing, hopefully, because it's also going to NFL. The NBA is going crazy. Utah Jazz here in town are the very last team to have any issues, and so far it's uh, Joe Ingles and I believe Rudy Gobert. He didn't play tonight, but had a hundred two fever. But they're not sure if it's a COVID thing or just he's sick. Because the new stuff, it's like, oh, do I have the flu? Do I have the cold? Do I have this? Do I have pneumonia? Bronchitis? Because it's or both. Whatever, but I, you know, yeah, 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 what? Very contagious new setup. So, 
if you're hopefully not sick and people are, but also what I've heard, it's not as um, potent, I should say, whether you're vaccinated or not, it's not getting you as bad, but obviously if you're vaccinated, it's not going to hurt you. It's going to be even less. So here, because I know a guy went to the Rose Bowl, and I'm hoping I got to get tested tomorrow. Hopefully I'm good. I, feel, I sound good, feel good. He does a radio call for the for Utah football, drove, didn't fly, and got sick from some guys. And he seemed okay because he's a little – you can tell a little congested. He's worked from home doing our show. But it seems to be it's not as bad, which is good. We don't know a ton extra about how long it could last or whatnot. Like those type of things we're still dealing with. Dealing with. But back to my original point, I know Christmas, New Year's, people get together, have fun, like most people probably did. Um, but it seems to be it might be like a super spike and then drop quickly. That's what they're kind of hopeful. So maybe that's the case. And if not that it's getting people get sick now with all these games being canceled, but the odds of you getting it sooner than later, we'll talk about Nevada's case because we're not sure what's going on there. But hopefully once it passes through, people don't get very sick or whatever your illness level is low and you can return more quickly. Most anybody, hopefully that's the case. There won't be any more cancellations when it comes to March or postponements, but who knows? So that's kind of good news that it might be like a super spike and then go lower down and, be, and pass along, but we don't know. Yeah. That's kind of the projection. But yeah. I guess all people get it aren't as sick. That's always positive. That's good. But there's a lot of games we canceled. So we talked about this. Our last show, we were going about the Tulsa CSU game, Alabama CSU pre-Christmas. That was kind of the first cancellation type stuff. And I believe that was on the CSU side, correct? Yeah, um, yes, I believe that's right. Um, they weren't able to make those games. Um, yeah, and, and then the people thought, you know, they were, they were ducking Alabama and things like that. Yeah, so that was. Stop it. Well, no, I'm just saying, no. that's why I remember, you know, why it was on CSU's <laughs> side. I think it's because they were like, you know, CSU's ducking people and it's, yeah, of course, that's what's going on. Um, that's a joke, obviously. Um, yeah, they're finally back in action, though, because then they missed another game against uh, New Mexico on the 28th. I think was the Lopez situation, correct? I believe that is correct, yes. And was there another CSC? No, it was, yeah, there was not another one. But, um, yeah, so they missed those, and then they, they finally came back, um, and they got to win. Hey, they got to they got to win against a, an Air Force team that you know is going to give you some grief. An Air Force team that gave them a surprising amount of grief, considering they only played with seven players, and AJ Walker was not among them, and Joe Octave was not among them, and I'm trying to eyeball who else is missing. Uh, they were missing a third player as well, who you know contributed. Uh, oh, Luke, Lucas Mormon. Uh, Lucas Mormon, who's like their, one of their big guys. So that's, you know, a lot of size that they're missing. And, and you can see that in the rebounding. Um, you know, Colorado State wins by 10, but really, uh, Air Force only Obviously, gets yeah. two offensive rebounds all game. Um, that's where you really see it. And, 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 and Air Force is not a good offensive rebounding team in the first place. Uh, they're one of the worst in the country, actually. Uh, but, Losing or you know not having a guy like Lucas Mormon who's six ten available, um, that's obviously going to hurt you in that department. But hey, they again kudos to them. They they kept that close. Um, and Colorado State coming off a super long break, you know, they stayed undefeated. Or rusty. And, uh, 
survive in advance, right? That's all that matters. They, yeah, they came out rusty. Air Force won the first 10 minutes, you know, uh, Colorado State took it to them after that. And, you know, it wasn't like, it was never really a blowout, but, you know, hey, they, they, they did what they had to do. Uh, David Roddy with a double double, 13 and 12. You, you like that. So yeah, it's not the best performance, but not the worst. And again, you, they're one of three undefeated teams in the country still. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that they missed some games and opportunities to lose, but hey, you know, it's, we're still in a corona season apparently. You know, we're, we're in the third one now. So everyone's going to have, yeah, because we talked about this basically 23 months ago, February, we talked about this, <laughs> about yeah. what's going on right before March Madness and everything came on. Maybe like a week before, like, yeah. Oh yeah. But the one most interesting most interesting thing about that box score, Air Force played at zero bench points. Three starters played forty minutes. <laughs> they well, yeah, played I mean, they had to. basketball. Yeah, and I mean they got kind of lucky. Nick Jackson uh, gets four fouls, you know, and I, I imagine that's a good amount of why Ryan Corner played as much as he did at ten minutes, you know. Uh, so. Yeah, you do what you can. I mean, those are their big guys. Neither one of them is huge. Um, they're not, you know, Air Force doesn't really have a huge interior presence. And they haven't really under Joe Scott's second tenure yet. But they, they've they got a couple okay results. I mean, uh, hey, beating Utah State is a big result. Uh, That's back yeah, so so we are going to backtrack here. We're going to use Air Force to tell our stories, apparently. Um, so Air Force, Force before the new year, uh, on the 29th of December, at Clune, uh, they beat Utah State, who's been really good. They beat them in a 49-47, just super gross, Donnie Brook kind of fistfight game. Uh, but, hey, you got a Wisconsin Purdue 2012 game. <laughs> sure, yeah, but hey, they 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 get the win and they started out one and zero in the Mountain West, so that that's huge. And Utah State had been a team that was surging, so a little surprising, I guess, to see them drop that. But again, Air Force plays this style of basketball that is difficult for some teams if they haven't seen a lot of it. Um, you know, Colorado State saw it last year. Uh, they obviously solved it a little better than Utah State did. So, but yeah, this is a, a new Utah State team, a coach that didn't see it last year really. Uh, I don't know how much of this kind of Princeton-ish offense, um, Ryan Odom saw up in the America East. Um, but yeah, not all the players maybe are familiar with it. I'm trying to think of reasons maybe why Utah State loses that game. Uh, especially such a low scoring game. Raise, can I raise my hand? Oh yeah, you, raise my yeah hand here. you got a, you got a reason. What, what's your reason, Jeremy? You see it? Um, one of nineteen for three point shooting. Do not do that again, and you might win games. Oh, there you, you go. Make, yeah, two of nineteen, you win the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Is it just good though? Because they've had some weird results where they score a few points, like in this game, just to be to find eighteen and ten, but nobody else stepped up and did a dang thing. Well, but yeah, they've had so weird results. The story. I mean, they, they beat Oklahoma though, but they lose to like, well, St. Mary's is fine. They lose to BYU, that's fine. Like the losses aren't bad. 
club, but they've had just a couple, like just odd results. Like, is Penn any good? I don't know. They have played overtime or double overtime, whatever it was. They blow out New Mexico State usually pretty good. Like, they beat UT Arlington, who's sort of good, I guess, can be. I don't know. They have, most of the results are good, but there's a couple puzzling type of games overall. But and, and I think, yeah, they're, they're basically, I would say that they're basically one in three in games against really good teams, and they're maybe like, you know, I'm not yeah. necessarily throwing Richmond and New Mexico State in there. I mean, those are those are good teams, don't get me wrong, but I, I'm not going to put them in the – I don't think those are going to be quad one wins, winning those games on neutral sites. Uh, but St. Mary's, BYU, Iowa, those aren't bad. UC Davis and Air Force, though, yeah, those are games – those are the ones that, you know, to start and the finish right now as it stands – and uh, that's it's just puzzling. I, it's a good team. In, it has good players on it. It's a team that has a lot of good players. It's got a good coach. Um, do they play well together? Do they play consistently together enough? And do people besides Justin Bean step up consistently enough? That's been the question, I guess. I, I can see them honestly beating, maybe beating, like being one of the best teams or losing Air Force like they did. They I, they might be a wild card team like they might be third for the Mountain West tournament and could win or lose game one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wouldn't. Uh, no, not at all. And I think that you know I, I I know a guy like Justin Bean has seen a lot of that success in the Mountain West tournament. Um, Brock Miller as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, I don't know that this team has the same killer yet as, you know, like a Sam Merrill, right, um, to pull off some of the yeah. stuff that they've done in the past. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with this Utah State team. I'm not, you know, I'm not totally selling them after losing one game to Air Force on the road in a place that's always tough for people to play in. And missing games too, because they had a couple, San Jose State game they didn't play. They they were coming off a couple of or a week or so of not playing games. Yeah, so you know, I I I, I, I don't know. A week, I, I guess there's practice and stuff like that to consider as well. I don't know what necessarily the protocols were, what they were able to do, um, or if it was just other teams canceling. It's hard to keep all of this. Uh, straight anymore, but you know they an eight day break. This was other. This was other okay. games with the issues. So you know an eight day break around the State, holidays is and then Boise is crazy. Gotcha. Yeah, but also like, let's go back. To, uh, we're going to battle around a bit, but like a lot of this will be up. What cancel? What's not? How surprised were you? Because we always hear this. I get it on Twitter. Our accounts. I'm like, I'm done with that. I'm like, I'll mute people. I'm like, just shut up. The Boise Wyoming cancellation was odd because it was literally thirty minutes before tip. The game would canceled. Yeah, that happened so, with the uh, Oregon State game, too, uh, this past week. It was about 40, 40 minutes or so before game time. It, it, I, I don't know. It's 
My You're not ducking question. people. People aren't doing that. Like, no, it, no, no. like people go, oh, Boyce doesn't want to play them. They don't want Jeff Linder's heat. And all. I'm like, come on, Wyoming's good. It'd be that would have been a pretty. As a, I, I was looking forward to that game, but it's a, if you're let's just say you're going to maybe do that and say, oh, we may not have enough players, or it's going to make it seem like we don't. You're not going to do it on a road game. Like, why do you want to travel and go back home? You'd be the home team again. We're already home. Why do that? That think logically about that. You're not going to go on the road. That's a long trip. Get Laramie to Boise, even if. If it's on your own plane and all that type of stuff, it's no. Who wants to go on the road and then not and say, oh, we're not going to play? It's idiotic to think. Think logically, people. Even even if you think they're going to pull out and play because they don't want to, you're not going to do it for as a road team, right? You make, yeah. you make the effort to get there. Right. Yeah, and it, I, I don't know. It, the whole thing, of, I mean, it's just it's dumb. The, the, guy, the players want to play. You know, and, and the coaches want to yeah. play. They want the competition, I'm sure. And you know, if if anything, yeah, no one's ducking the competition. If there are some coaches or schools or you know administrations or leagues or whatever that are playing it super conservatively right now and canceling things, you know, I know Ohio State was because we, I'm a Raiders, so we talked about Ohio State and Rose Bowl. They took precautions in basketball. Because they're being pretty cautious in general, not just because football, the Rose Bowl last week. But they, I don't know what the Big Ten's rules are, but they were like, well, we're not going to play. We, I I don't know what they're going to, like, if you need X amount of scholarship players, I think Mountain West is seven, I believe. But they're like, well, we're not going to play. And their team's like, fine, whatever, we're okay. Yeah. Non-conference game or something like that. So all these games are getting pushed around, postponed. Like, if it's going to, it is peculiar to say within, like, within the hour that a game gets canceled. Odds are it's happened. Like we talked before, it's a, Hoping it's a false, false positive because that can happen. We've seen that. You've mentioned Oregon State basketball. I, thought, I remember last year KJ Costello and Stanford. I think it was him. I know it was Stanford for sure. Starting quarterback in the play, lost a game or something because he wasn't out there. They're a better player. So there could be. Well, let's hope it's a false positive because that could happen enough. And with these fast tests, that could be the case. And so, okay, no, it really is a positive. Or another player got it. You don't have enough. So. It's tricky to what's going on because you want to be careful because even those people, well, it's not going to spread as much. It's not as potent. Like, I don't care. Come on. I know we need to adapt a little bit, which has been done for like the, if you want to stay home or the quarantine guidelines, if you get sick, but also I'll bring this up and not to get too much into it, but you see all these, I'll say stupid people on Twitter because Twitter's not real life and it's dumb and awesome at the same time. But they're like, well, what's all people like, well, are these, these stupid rules or Testing people who aren't sick or symptoms and all that. If you think about it, college football, it's just basketball, but mostly this is about football. I believe there's what, I think, Andy, one or two games that were canceled this year in college football before the bowl season where they, how they're testing, okay, if you're vaccinated, no symptoms, you're not going to be tested. Only if you're showing system, symptoms, you're getting tested, stuff like that. Well, what changed? A new type of <laughs> coronavirus came through, and so the guidelines maybe need to be adjusted, but the guidelines were not the problem. What happened was a new type of virus came through, and it's e- e- more easily transmissible if you have your vaccination or not. And so people complain. It's like, well, yeah, adjustments might need to be made. But the, what they had in place was working quite well for college football. And, yeah, yeah. mostly because that's kind of when it would, like number of time when enough people could get vaccinated, either you wanted to or able to, and be fully all that done. Because I think, like, me, is like, what? April or June or something, able to get it done. So it's like summertime. That's when most people could be fully done with the two doses at the time. And college football, NFL was perfectly fine until about a couple weeks ago, right when everything else was coming along. The issue was 
oh, a new thing came through that's more quickly to get to people. And also, another reason why you can't make adjustments on the fly, NFL, NBA, all those guys, they have a, a players association that can make changes. Like, hey, let's agree. This sounds like a good idea. We can change fewer days. We can make adjustments here. We'll test differently. College basketball, college football, college sports just doesn't have that. And so it takes forever to make any type of change, even one that might be logical. I don't know what the change really should be. I know Jeff Goodman, I think, put a tweet out there because I think technically, what is it, Andy, five days and you need to be quarantined. And if you're going out and about, have to have a mask for five days or something like that if you test positive. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised if basketball players wear a mask, which I haven't seen any. I know that happened last year a bit, but that's kind of overarching guidelines. But that's not the NCAA, NCAA making changes. That's like here's what kind of the guidance people are getting and what could be done. And so these type of changes to – Maybe tweak test. I know NFL is like, well, we're not going to test. I'm like, well, that's stupid. You can't not test. But there's ways to maybe, I don't know. It's there. I know that there's something about, I'm going to butcher this, but whatever some sort of, uh, when you get tested, there's a num- numerical number associated as something within your blood system or whatever. I, I'm getting this completely wrong. But like, there's a number level. Like, if it's up here, you're okay. Or for whatever it is, like, there's a acceptable threshold to be able to go out and about. I think this is the NFL doing it to be tested or be able to play or come off the COVID list. I don't know, but they're like, it's hard to make tweaks on the fly. By the time you make a change, it's two weeks and it's kind of already run through so many teams that may not be, may not impact a ton down the road. I don't know. It's a guidelines can be tweaked or adjusted, but I'd rather be more cautious than not. It's like, why is that a problem? Yeah, I don't know. I can't keep up with it all, so I'll, you know. I know. That's a, that's as long as if, if there's a game going <laughs> on, I'll try to see what's going on. And if there's not a game going on, which seems like it's the case more often than not, I just kind of shrug my shoulders and say, well, I move on to the next, I guess. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't have the answers. And like you said, it's it's a, it's a moving target. That It seems like. What any, any guidelines you make are going to be outdated as soon as you make them and, you know, get them approved or whatever. And or if you know follow. what to do, like, oh, we figured it sure. out. It takes yeah. a minute. It's I sure, I certainly don't know. So I can imagine, you know, I'm, I'm, I would not want to be the ones trying to make these guidelines. I certainly, you know, feel for all the people who are affected by the ones that are in place that aren't working right now. Though, because like you know, you're, you're seeing guys getting seasons taken away from them. We got David Roddy, who was just out for like almost a month, basically three weeks off, uh, and he's you know he's a Naismith shortlist um, mid-season guy to get Player of the Year. That's some news from today, uh, Wednesday, when we're recording the fifth. Uh, they dropped the top twenty-five, I believe it was, yeah, the the mid-season yeah. shortlist, and. Uh, Aside from two Gonzaga guys and Max Aismith from Oral Roberts, Roddy was the only mid-major guy on there. You know, so he's like one of four mid-majors, and two of those are Gonzaga. So, hey, go Roddy, man, keep it going. I hope he's on the late season list. I hope he's on the finalists list. I hope he wins the dang thing. That'd be awesome. Hey, they're undefeated, man. Why not? Yeah, they. I mean- yeah, they're good. Like speaking of them, like, like here's the schedule this week. Like the, a big game we're gonna get to. I know why. This, I know because there because one thing we can discuss it at the end because it's more interesting than some of the games. Because there's, I don't want to expound too much energy on games that may not be played, but we'll talk about them in generalities. Couple, but so CSU is supposed to play Nevada, and we talked about this beforehand. I don't need to get to it again. 
like before. It, I don't think the conversation was uber interesting beforehand, but Nevada has is pausing again, which is weird because it's really what Chris Murray wrote at Nevada Sports Center. Six players plus coaches back in a month ago were uh, were out for that, and now they're, they're, they're they fell short of the threshold again. So that's weird. It's twice, but I'm guessing what it is. It could have been like we mentioned before, some false positives early on. Like, okay, we're not playing. We're stopping for a while. So I know Coach Alford had it there, Steve Alford. And it could be where half the team got it and the other half got it. So that's a possibility. Other yeah. one, if we don't know what's going on with Omicron, or maybe some. But under my impression was, if you had it, you're not going to be tested after 90 days. But I don't know if you can get it again within 90 days. I'm not sure about that. Or there's people like keep testing positive and positive and positive despite them being fine. So, but they're out, which means. CSU gets to play San Diego State. Which, yeah. So, so for this particular game, I I, I should I should look at the schedule more closely. Were they not supposed to play twice this year, or this game just gets because San Diego State was um, they're off their game. Fresno State's postponed. I'm, I'm trying to hopefully I'm getting this right here. Wednesday they didn't play. They did play UNLV. They beat them last last week. Okay, on June, on New Year's Day, the Fresno game got canceled or technically postponed. We'll get that later. They were off on Saturdays. I guess that puts them in there. Were they was this one of the games they're supposed to play them just once, and it's going to end up being twice? Are you familiar with the schedule? How it lay I out? do not recall off the top of my head. No, you would think they'd play twice, right? Because of their projected even preseason. They, they play February fourth, and then right. that, maybe that that must have been it. Maybe it was a kind of look at the draw. All right, we'll play twice because they weren't supposed to, which is weird and because they're. Better teams, they would be scheduled anyways. Or I don't make more sense, but eh. good game though. CBS game, which is why it's getting replaced so quickly because CBS needs that airtime. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and it, it's a more interesting game than the San Diego State Nevada game would have been too. You know, now CBS, I'm sure they're happy to replace Nevada with uh, you know one of the three undefeated teams in the country that's nationally ranked. Uh, against a suddenly surging San Diego State team. Um, although we'll see what the uh, what the atmosphere is going to be like at Viejas because I know that they were changing the attendance policy to require uh, vaccinations. Uh, January you know, 18th, yes. Is it, okay, so January 18th. So that so that won't affect this game. Okay, never mind. I'm pretty sure I'll double check right now. No, I think I, I think uh, you're right because that's what I was gonna I was gonna ask you that question. So the fact that you said it, I think is is right. Um, so yeah, so that will be going into effect. So that won't actually affect this game. So you might actually see a ton of people. Is, is this the last game at VA has before that goes into effect? Yeah. So you know you might. UNLV is the other game. Here that's, is it's, um, that's they need to have a okay. It, two things: it's a negative test within 24 hours or booster shot, not just uh, vaccination, but have your booster shot as well. Right. So, and they mentioned, which is weird too. We can get to this as well because it's from Mark Siegler knows what he's talking about. Oh yeah. And it mentions, I know California's a bit just whatever. There's more cases, there are more people, and they're being cautious. Which again, fine, be cautious. I'm okay with that. They mentioned something about and. Um, Freaking! I don't want to sign up four month, four month, four dollars for four months, guys. <sighs> never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. It's, I can't get to it, Andy. We'll never know what it's gonna say. But no, I think um, it is a UNLV game. It said something about state and local guidelines, but I don't think there are any unless there's something going to affect. That's what some of the comments on Twitter are like. Wait, what state and local guidelines? Because 
NFL doesn't have this. Um, like there's three NFL teams or, yeah, three, two LA. I forgot. I think the Raiders. No, a couple of NFL teams. You got NHL. You got plenty of college basketball, college football. Rose Bowl had no issue last week. The Vegas, Los Angeles Bowl or Kimmel Bowl was fine. I, I assume things can change like every week, but just um, you know, it's a smart thing. Go get your booster shot. That's fine. But that's how that'll be. There's people who, whether they're being inconvenienced, which it could be, or your kids can't get a shot. Like, hey, you got to get tested or whatever. It, it takes time and effort. But this particular game on CBS will be good. It'll be a good showcase for CSU, who's undefeated, playing a 93 Aztec team, and one that's won, what, four in a row, I believe? Yeah. They did have that weird Michigan loss where it was close for a half, but not since not the second half. And, okay, let's play the game. FP, oh, boy. BPI did not like Colorado State, Andy. Did you see the tweet that our buddy put in our DMs, one of our guys, about the Boise State-CSU game? Yeah, I did. So it was just like wildly in favor of Boise State. Yeah. So that gives you a clue. This is that Viejas. Yeah. What do you think the BPI is for this game? Um. Well, I think that it would probably be. Even, I, I think it would be San Diego State favored. Mm-hmm. And probably close to seventy-five. Oh boy, you're you're not close. Eighty-five percent. Eighty-five. That's insane. That's, um, yeah. This team's undefeated. Put some respect on the Rams. What is the deal here? Well, they shoot better than San Diego State. They score more points than San Diego State by a lot. The Rams' defense is pretty good. They only give up sixty-six points a game. They don't rebound quite as well. Uh, the defense. Like, whatever you want to go, blocks and steals, those favors San Diego State. But the actual shooting percentage against, Rams are better than San Diego State. I, what, what makes them a 8 out of 10 times they're going to beat the Rams? It's not just at home. Um, I, what am I missing here? Well, so I think what you're missing is that San Diego State's defense, uh, and this is the case with Boise State as well, uh, is very, very efficient, and that they've – I don't want to get in hot water here by saying Colorado State hasn't played anybody because they, they do have some pretty good wins here, um, but they've played the best against bad teams generally. Um, you you know. should, though. You should play that against bad teams. You should definitely. Uh, oh, no, I, and I get that, I, but I think you know when you look at some of the shooting and things like that um, – I think some of the stats, you know, something like BPI might look at it and they might get dinged for who those games came against. I don't know. I'm trying to explain this away because I don't really understand it myself, to be perfectly honest. I get why you would uh, maybe see San Diego State uh, winning the game, but at that confidence, I mean, Ken Palm has it 60-40 to San Diego State. Um, so it's a little surprising. That's more believable than 85-15. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think part of it, too, is that San Diego State, I mean, this is not su- supposed to be a big knock on Deshaun Thomas here, but I think San Diego State is going to um, be able to have their way inside a little bit more um, than some of the other teams in Colorado State. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but – San Diego State also has guys who need to show up and play. Um, 
and you know need to continue to do that. They've been doing that, which is good. Uh, Matt Bradley's been a little underwhelming. I think that's fair to say. Uh, he hasn't been awful, but he, you know, he's not a guy. If you're looking at the analytics, you know, he's a guy who's generally been a little over a hundred, which is you know about average. Um, he's been a little yeah. over that, but you expect that from a guy who's has a really high volume of shots. Um, his volume of shots has actually kind of gone down in the San Diego State offense, and yet he's even less efficient than he's been in years past with Cal. So there's been a, you know, I kind of expected him to go the opposite direction um, and and really show out. He's shooting 27% from beyond the arc, uh, less than 50% on his twos. That's not a deal, right? You you want a guy to be making shots a little bit more than that, Um uh, especially because in the San Diego State offense, being a volume guy, you, I mean, it's a you're not going to get as many possessions. They're very, they're a team that plays slow, so you're you're only getting you know 67 possessions per game. Um, that's fewer opportunities for your volume operation to work out. Uh, the law of averages, you know, <laughs> you, you need a bigger sample size for that to work out. So San Diego State. Um, the San Diego State Matt Bradley thing, it, it sounded amazing. And, you know, honestly, the shots drop, and maybe it is amazing. Uh, but so far, there's been a little bit of some trouble there. Um, really good for them to be getting good guard play. Um, I think that that's nice. You know, you hopefully they'll be getting Lamont Butler back uh, soon. But Trey Pulliam um, is another guy, you know, well, he's – He's out. So, you know, when they're healthy and when they have everything back together, I mean, the fact that they're winning some of these games, like they beat UNLV without Pulliam, uh, they beat UNLV without um, Lamont Butler as well. So without both of those guys, they're still able to come in. Adam Seiko, um, you know, he's had some good games. Uh, Matt Bradley, though, he had 17 in, in the UNLV game. So maybe, you know, my... Complaints are are misplaced. He's he's had twenty a couple times. He had twenty two against them against Michigan in the loss. Um, but you know he was three of eleven on two pointers against UNLV. So yes, he got seventeen points. He was two of seven from beyond the arc. Um, you know it's just they're not they're not great shooting numbers and in. You know, you, you, you're going to need the defense to always be on its toes uh, if you're not it, hitting your shots. Luckily, they have a really good defense, so that helps. <laughs> um, can I bring a counterpoint that's very simple? Sure. <laughs> See, when San Diego State plays a ranked team, they lose. Michigan, USC, and when BYU was really, really good before they, I guess they technically weren't ranked. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry not to downplay your points, but when they play really good teams, they don't win. And I just don't understand, like, what Roddy can do nationally and everything, like how good he's been playing. They have Nico Medved, best coach in Mountains Conference. I just, I'm just not understanding how the difference is that big for this game. Like, I could see San Diego State winning. That would not shock me at all. They played Michigan close for a half. They have, like, all the things you mentioned, all these players on the team that are really good. Good coach as well, obviously, in their own right there. But, I'm going to go Rams going to win. I'm going to predict CSU to win and stay undefeated. Well, in a big and, road victory. 
the, you know, the other thing too to consider about some of these rankings, I don't yeah. know, I don't, I don't know this for sure, uh, but Ken Palm BPI, I believe these use preseason uh, baselines. And so teams are coming up from that uh, or down from that. So San Diego State may have been ranked more highly in some of these because of historical Probably. You know, things. And so that might be factoring in as well, Boise State, too, um, you know, to, to a certain degree. So, I, you know, I don't think that that can account for all of it, but I do think that it can account for, you know, some of it. Um, let's see here. I just want to take a look and see a couple other things. So, you know, Bart Torvik, um, another, mm-hmm. another prognosticator. He's got this going to San Diego State as well. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Let me, let me take a look and see. The disrespect is real. It's like, I, Rams yeah. are beating who they're supposed to be. They haven't lost. Aztecs haven't, like, who's their best win? Like that's they say, hey, that's a really good win. The Aztecs. Yeah. Um. George, well, they beat Georgetown, right? It's not very good. They beat they? they beat St. Mary's on a neutral court. That's probably. Okay, I mean, that's, that's that's definitely the best win. Um. That's a that's fine. That's nothing amazing, is it? No. Um. It's just that they've you know, they've shut teams down. Um, that's true. You know, USC Arizona only, got, State? I don't know. only got 58 points in the win. You know, USC beat them, but they only scored 58 points. Um, the other thing, yeah, with, with something like Ken Palm, you got to remember, too, the wins and losses don't matter to Ken Palm. Um, That's true. It's only the efficiency. Yeah, it's only the points per possession on each, you know, on each end, really, that are factoring in. So the fact that you can't beat good teams or whatever, you know, that doesn't come into play really. It's just, you know. Yeah, but I mean the, the you look at their their wins and I mean really Long Beach State is the only like blowout. The other ones I mean Georgetown is actually kind of <laughs> a big one too, yeah. but you know, they haven't been That's why I mentioned super yeah, crushing either and they haven't been but but teams are scoring I mean, look at their last four win or their last six wins their opponents haven't scored more than 60 points. So, you know, they're holding teams to to really low averages. Um, but are these teams that score a lot in the first place? I mean, St. Mary's really doesn't score a ton in the first place. Um, UNLV has had some some high-scoring ones, but they're not, you know, it's not like they're doing these against – Elite offenses. Um, so that is kind of interesting. Um, so who you taking? Who, who's your victor? I'm going Rams like by five. I, I think the Rams are going to win too. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pick that. But perfect. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's going to be a blowout either way. I don't think it's going to be. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be eighty-five percent towards San Diego State. That that does seem a little wild to me. So, quick question: Because this game, just so people know, it's a uh, one p.m. Pacific CBS over there CBS. There's rumblings, actually verbal agreements. What would you have rather done if you could have done this? CSU to play Arizona or San Diego State? Is it clearly play Arizona? If that was on the table. Um, well, so, I mean, yeah, I think, I think you do 
top ten team, twelve and one. Yeah, I think I think you do as for the exposure. I think you do it because it's you know it's cool and it's going to draw casual you know viewers to you as well for whatever that's worth. And it's going to draw recruits too. I think it's it's a long term play in in that respect probably because I think it'll be hard not to see you know a fun game, but it would just be a I think it'd be a good matchup too because Arizona. Or Arizona doesn't have, I guess, a pure point guard. Um, so, so Isaiah Stevens would create a little bit of a matchup problem, I think, there for yeah. for Pel, Pel Larson and, and Kirk Risa. You know, they they could they could keep up, I think. But but I you saw at times Kennedy Chandler gave those guys a lot of problems when, when Tennessee beat Arizona. So I think Isaiah Stevens could be a similar type of guy there. And then, you know, if, if, if you want to talk about really fun matchups of high level guys, um, David Roddy and, and Ben Matherin, that would be a heck of a matchup too. So, I mean, from a neutral perspective, well, I mean, from whatever a West Coasters <laughs> perspective, anyway, I think, yeah, Colorado's, Colorado State and Arizona would have been an awesome, awesome matchup. Because um, UCLA game got canceled or postponed. Right. That's where they're supposed to play a top ten matchup. So yeah. let's get into this because whatever the other games, there's nothing too crazy. I would like to know every team is 500 or above, including Air Force, San Jose State, and UNLV, who I believe is 500 at the moment. They're one of a couple of conferences that are have that fee, which is great. And what are we gonna? We could end kind of end on this. Once we get more games, it'll oh, be actually. More hey, w- sorry, one one last thing. Going back, sorry, I had to crunch the numbers a little bit in the background. Oh, um, did so uh, in my my forecasts, uh, my own numbers here, which only have this season's data in them. Um, I would have lead with uh, your numbers next time. Come on, man. Well, I didn't have it. I told you I was crunching these numbers. I, I didn't. Yeah, you know, ah, and I have it on hand. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> I, it has Colorado State by six. So you were just See? like right, right there with you. So heck yeah, we're on the same mind. We got it. <laughs> In like a seventy-one to sixty-five game, something like that. So you know, we'll we'll see if that's how it plays out. But yeah, I think that that tracks with about what I would expect out of this game. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. One thing to note too about this weekend, I know there's NFL playoffs going on, or not NFL playoffs, but it's Week 18, which. I think ESPN ABC has a doubleheader, but this is a, this is yeah they have the, and most of them. Let's see, you have Chiefs Broncos, which I don't think means anything, and Cowboys Eagles doesn't either, and that's later. This is like this is the first weekend of not more than a couple games of college football. I know last week New Year's Day had a bunch of games, obviously last Saturday. So this will be it's an over there CBS. It's a game that people are like oh who's people know San Diego State like hey. Colorado State, wait, they're number 19, 20, there are no losses? This will be an interesting game. There will be more people watching this with college football not being in play that weekend. And then if well, and that was going to be whatever, Chiefs Broncos, not a big deal. And you know Viejas is going to be rocking for this because Always. they they want to knock off an undefeated team at, in their home. You know, they had it happen to – they went on the road to Thomas and Mac a few years ago when they were undefeated and lot you know, they they wanna do that to someone else. Um you you know how the show is. You know San Diego oh. State's fan base, man. That they want nothing more than to not only play spoiler 
But it's not like they're, you know, San Jose State playing spoiler. They're they would also be making a statement in the league, you know, to to win this game. It, it'd be more than just, you know, a novelty act of knocking off an undefeated squad or whatever. This would be a, a statement that they are here to compete in the league. And God, it's you know, we got that, and then we're gonna have the the finale hopefully in February fourth. You know, with them playing, we'll see what happens with the schedules. Um, you know, if people get creative and start moving things around again when there's teams when when you know multiple healthy teams are twiddling their thumbs you know get them to get them in the gym um i think this one was mostly partly because availability was there but also it's a cbs game they really really want to fill the oh spots. sure 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 but i think and it's not it moving location i think that it also shows that you can do that though and that was really an option i guess that at least my not entirely clever brain didn't think about of like, oh, just move other games up, you know, play play them sooner than you were going to play them. Uh, but I think I've seen the Pac-12 do a little bit of that too, maybe. Um, but but well, but it's good. That, but I but I think it's a good tool to to keep around, you know, uh, in case it does help you because yeah, they didn't build in that extra week, so you're going to have to get games in. They're going to have some. Things to do, and I think they're just going to have some uneven records again, you know, unfortunately. How do you not – I get last year because the um, – oh, no, two years ago where they had to move it up because they had the uh, agriculture conference, which also <laughs> led us to the only March Madness moment of 2020. But how do they not build this in? Well, I because they, they you probably felt, oh, this is over. We're done. Yeah, Coronavirus yeah exactly. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah. it's stupid. That's still dumb. It's you would rather. Well, and I, I mean, I also think there should be more time between forget, the tournaments. Let's not forget, Jeremy, what happened in that you know in that week last year. The Mountain West went from potentially a three bid league, you know, maybe even four outside chance. I think that was probably done though. Yeah. But you know, I called it though. That was a mess. We both did. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it was awful. And Colorado State lost to you know New Mexico or whoever it was, and you know a game that they just really couldn't lose. And then they take that you know bad taste into their mouth and they go into the tournament and they lose in the first round there. And now they're out. And you know. Yeah, we got San Diego State and Utah State in, and that's cool. But you know, yeah, I think they must. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, yeah, we don't have that week though. Regardless of why or you know whether it was smart, it, it's not there. So at what point, yeah, did they say, well, we need to have the tournament? Um, because nope. you don't sacrifice the tournament, right? Nope. You know, nope. I think what? if nothing else, you need to have that. What they could have done, like, not to go back last year too much, but they could have scheduled smarter and put the best teams against each other so a loss doesn't hurt you that much. But I also think they're thinking, well, we'll protect the good teams and play the garbage teams. So it's because New Mexico wasn't, sorry to offend Lobos fans, but you weren't great last year. You're not that great this year, sitting at seven and seven. Uh, but I, there's going to be a, what, what, there's going to be a point where, because San Jose State has yet to play a conference game. Wyoming has yet to play a conference game. There's, I am surprised right now looking at the full schedule. No, only one team, or excuse me, two teams have played. Oh, no, sorry. Only Air Force has played two conference games. Looking at oddly, sorry. <laughs> so it's not like, I saw, I saw one of one. I'm like, hey, no, play yeah, somebody yeah. else. No, but no, there's a, when Wyoming hasn't played a game or San Jose State, that can work out there. But it, it, there could be a point because what's the conference schedule? Is it 18 games? Is that correct? I believe. 
I think so, they kept it, gonna, yeah, because I don't think they jumped to 20 just yet. Not, right. Are we going to see 16 teams, 15 games? Like, is there going to be a chance, like, let's, for example, CSU goes 14 and 3, 15, or 14 and 2, and you have, have a 11 and 1 San Diego State team or something. Like a three or four or five game difference. Be, there, the, going on the fly is good. Like when there's the mid, teams don't play midweek, but there's only so many of those games you can reschedule on a couple of days' notice in, in conference. It's not football in conference where BYU and Coastal can get that game in a week. When you're playing multiple games a week, typically obviously two games, sometimes one, depending when you're off. But there's only so many times where teams aren't playing that midweek or Saturday game to oh do this what they what they had. Well, San Diego State's home. We'll bring CSU in because they're able to play because they were their voice. The reason this game came to be because the Boise for CSU game on Friday got pushed Cause there was talk about moving that to Sunday to give Boise a couple more days. So there, we could see some Sunday games or like a Tuesday game, go to Thursday or Wednesday, but you can't, it's, that's the only tweaking they can really do unless a team, unless the, a team doesn't play or is off. Or, I mean, they don't play because the other team has COVID issues or because they're off. But also if we think about it, if people get, like I mentioned earlier, if you get COVID, typically you you don't need to get tested again. So for at least 90 days, that's basically through the rest of the season at this point, almost. So hopefully, unless we get a Nevada situation where they're pausing again, there's not going to be an opportunity to make it these games, assuming if we're looking on the bright side, that health-wise going from what Martin Luther King Day on, that there's no issues. That's like a week and a half to make up a couple games, which is not going to happen. So there's no way they're going to make up more than I'll, – I'll put a wager right now. Five five games seems high. That there, I bet maybe four more games will get made up. Or re, or four was – it, what's the right word? Replacement games, I guess we should say. Rescheduling of games. Four, four games that get moved and played again is probably where I'm thinking because in a week or two – Enough people have gotten it where they're not going to get it enough. They're not going to be able to be missing enough people to not play games. Yeah, I mean that sounds right. And, until a new variant comes out, stop and, it! No, not. Well, not I mean, yeah, I could stop it, or you know, we could stop trying to plan like you know nothing bad. I don't know. It's just. Every time I think things are about to go back to normal, they don't. And so what I do want to say is cool is uh, at the moment, uh, every Mountain West team is at 500 or above. And that's awesome. That's right. um, I, don't, I, I don't think any other league, or at least not many other leagues, can say that. Uh, the I Big 12 can say it. Yeah. The, I think I saw three leagues before I stopped counting partway okay. through this show. Well, Big 12 uh, is one of those. There's not many. It's a couple. And that's a positive for New Mexico. San Jose State Air Force, those teams typically aren't above 500. Um, we need more Tim Miles in our life. We need Spartans to get back on the court. They are yeah. sitting at 6-5. and 5-1 five. Five and one at home. They finally got a road victory recently away from their from their place there. But the, the league, like over, if we look overall, what are these – If the Mount, well, I'm not going to give that subject. I'll take it too long. But what are we looking at for – we always discuss tournament type stuff because it's in January. More people pay attention to basketball. We'll be doing this a bit more regularly because we need to because basketball is important and now the time where it gets into crunch time. Are we? I know judging by tournament teams, who's not eligible, but who's getting the good Q1 wins, 
how are they going to figure it out? Like I mentioned, if it's a three to five game difference between what if Colorado State only plays 13 conference games and is 12 and one? That's only gives them 24 games on the year, I believe. They'd be sitting at 23 and one if that's the case, since they're 11 and 0. Right. But what what are they gonna like? What guidelines are? I know there was a last year. There's nothing's missed. It wasn't a big deal because basically everybody played a conference schedule, maybe a couple non conference games. So like you're looking at max of like 20 games last year at some people before the tournament, if that. Yeah. If I recall. Um, I think. What's the criteria gonna be? I mean, I think you're gonna look at the the rankings in the different metric. You know, they have they have they have the the quality metrics available to them. Um, the, you know, the Ken Palm, the, the BPI, they've got the strength of, the strength of resume that ESPN does and Sagarin and the Kevin Pauga index. They got the net, you know, they got all these things that they'll use. Um, they may rely, well, you know, and that's why it's good that there's six of them. Uh, it's not only the net. Um, (laughs) Good point, yes. (laughs) You know, so. Part of the puzzle. Yeah, exactly. So. It's gonna it's gonna be weird. I think the weirdest thing is going to be seeding. I think getting I I hope that they'll still get the right teams in, but I think seeding will get a little weird when we have you know kind of some of these uneven schedules. You know, it's like how do we know who's really a seven versus a ten or an eleven? You know, and the committee doesn't always do the best job about that, but you know, it's a tough job in a. Strange year. It's a tough job in a regular year. So. I will say, to look more on the bright side, missing conference games is better than non-conference games, particularly when these Mountain West and West Coast Conference, on a West Coast Conference have a ton of issues right now. They're playing a game in Salt Lake City, um, a couple like Loyal and San Francisco, I think, are playing at the community college to get the game in, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. But, but what's, what's, I guess you want to look at a pot, like the bright side, for these leagues, that we always joke about Syracuse, they're gifted 15 Q1 games a year because they're in the ACC or whatever. At least, at least there was non-conference games to better compare and cross-compare teams, whereas last year there was only a couple at most, but you got through most of your league slate, whatever whatever number of games it would have been. You're actually seeing just a cross-pollination of different teams playing each other from different leagues. So if we're looking at a good thing, I'd rather miss a couple Mountain West games but allow – Aztecs to play Michigan. You know what I mean? Or yeah, no, the, the, something like that is good. You're, you're totally right. From a data perspective, it's much better, uh, especially because some of these conference games, um, you are getting repeat, you know, re- repeated games. So yeah, you, you get a breadth of opponents. Uh, you get that uh, a more varied sample, you know, like Patriot League statistics last year were impossible to... Colgate, uh, that's top what, 10 net team. Yeah, exactly. Colgate, top 10 net team because they only played Patriot League teams and they kicked the crap out of them and it, they didn't... There was no, no other baseline against which to compare them. They they were just, just a Patriot League team operating in a vacuum and it, you know... And the committee dealt with it. They didn't give them a three seed. <laughs> you know, they, they gave them the 14 yeah. like they, they, they probably deserve. So I think the committee will figure it out. Um, and I think common sense will prevail at the end of the day generally. Um, we'll probably be mad about some stuff and we'll probably be happy about some other things and Syracuse will get an 11 seed. 
Because that's what they did. <laughs> oh, geez. That's 14 and 16, right? Or excuse me, 16 and 14. Or, you know, or 12 right. and 9. Who knows? You know, we'll, we'll see what. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or maybe we'll get yeah, a full season from here on out. Who knows? Or we'll get 6 and 10 ACC when they beat, like, two top 10 teams, and that's how they get in there. <laughs> you know, hey. It's too uh, easy, right? Too easy. I think the, the formula is, you know, if if Syracuse, then, you know, at-large bid. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole formula. Uh, so, yeah. we'll see. All right, anything else to add? Because we'll get into more games next week. Hopefully, we actually get competition to talk about. I, yeah. I, I'm hopeful that... COVID at this point has kind of run its course. The most cancellation we've seen or done with it, it's part. Here's what it looks like. And if you look at NBA or look at the way teams have been going on, they're typically missing because you about 10 days essentially is kind of where you can be. I don't, I don't want to say healthy, but no longer contagious. And depending on your um, athletic prowess, how well you recovered of how, of how sick you were. Because there's guys in the NFL like I feel terrible. Like Lamar Jackson didn't look really good until this year. He looked bad last year. Or like or Cam Newton, probably a better example. Him being terrible last year and then looking actually pretty good at times this year. So it can take time to recover. But athletic wise, hopefully that's kind of what we've been seeing. So if we look at kind of go from there, you probably in Nevada miss another game or two. Because um, CSU. Uh, let me ask you, there's so many of this. Uh, you could say, I don't know. Have the Rams stopped on their own volition, or has it been other teams? Like the Tulsa-Alabama game, was that on the other end? Those, I think it was I, I think we talked, those I two think, games, right? Yeah, we, we, I think we talked about this at the start. That there, there was the Rams, because people thought that they okay, were Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, that's right. Okay, sir. We've talked about a lot here. I'm just trying to figure out. But yeah. if your team, like Wyoming's probably going to wrap it up, Fresno State, hopefully. Air Force has had no issues. But there could be the way the academy structure and set up. Uh, just hopefully it kind of stays some issues. I think the only teams that haven't are Air Force and Utah State and UNLV, I believe. I'm probably could be wrong, but I think those are the three that haven't had any of them missing games on their end. New Mexico might be as well. Well, sure. uh, I do see right? the UNLV Air Force game this weekend, or uh, yeah, for Saturday is postponed. So, okay. um, yeah, so Put it out the window. So I don't that know what's going out on. The Check the schedule. Yeah. So I mean, hey, it, and, and Wyoming, Fresno State. Yeah, that's postponed for this yeah. weekend. Um, so yeah, the one thing I will say, let's if again, if we want to end this on a positive note uh, about this Colorado State San Diego State game, um, I'm glad I'm glad that Colorado State is that this is not their first game back. Um, we should hopefully get this both teams at a high level, uh, and I think that's awesome. I think this is going to be this is this is a marquee game in the league. Uh, this is honestly, I mean, no disrespect to Moby, but Vias is is it's the the place to be. Man. It's Come the on. place to be. It's what the pit was ten years ago, five years ago. I don't know. Sorry, pit. You know, oh, not five. No, no, get better. Back it up yeah, more, not right? five. I, well, I'm, I, I know. I'm <laughs> trying not to piss too many people off, but. Uh, you know, I think yeah, Viejas. It's 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 the best when it's rocking. It's the best venue in the Mountain West, and these are the two. These are likely the two best teams in in the Mountain West. Um, and you got Colorado State nationally ranked coming in on the road undefeated up against a good San Diego State team it, at home. Yeah, it, it's it's everything you could want. So I'm excited. 
the only other the only other game on Saturday is is New Mexico and Utah State. So well, New Mexico State is is hosting Bethesda University. So yeah. on Saturday they're not, are they? Yeah. Oh, ESPN is is failed them on ESPN at the moment. So apologies. So got three games. One's very good. One's a conference game and one's a non-conference game. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's just but, on the Mountain West schedule, so we'll, we'll see if that actually... Yeah, you can check out your teams. Definitely watch CSU San Diego State. We'll be back next week at some point to... Uh, are we talking about the Rams-Aztecs game? Fingers crossed it is Wednesday and the game's on Saturday, so you never know at this point. Well, and then the, maybe we and hopefully rec- <laughs> the following Wednesday, there's another big matchup when Colorado State hosts Utah State at, at Moby. Uh, Boise State goes to Nevada and San Diego State goes to Wyoming. So hopefully, you know, if everything goes to plan, that'll be a big Wednesday and maybe we'll do, uh, maybe we'll do Thursday a little show. I don't know. Thursday show we'll to see. talk about it all. Yeah. We might have to. We'll get to all this. Yeah. That's a big week next week. Let's just hope games get played. Watch your team when you play and we'll do our best to cover what's available and not because. It's kind of hard to write a preview or want to write it because last year was like, okay, let's wait till twelve hours before to publish. So but now games are getting canceled thirty minutes ahead of time, man. So nothing's yeah. safe. What? You know what? I every time I get an email from Mountain West from oh, what's her name? <laughs> I forget who sent it to the house. I think it's Teresa. Um, I just put screenshot and put another. That's all I put. <laughs> That's all I'm putting. Another like one. you can another one. Another, another one. one. That's all. I so uh, I'm like, oh no. Uh, so fingers. This, this two shall pass. Right? We'll, at some point, here's here's a good. Okay, you want the positive thing? You know, like the Spanish flu and other stuff. These are good about three years. So you know, this past summer is supposed to be amazing. Let's hope for next summer will be really good. Oh, well, and March Madness will go off without a hitch. Exactly. One of these days, right? Exactly. One of these days, it'll be good again where you can go do stuff. Because uh, yeah, but we got basketball here. MWR.com. Get to we'll hot we'll. We, I, I did adjust the schedule, Andy, so we should have a preview coming up for this game because it's a pretty big one. So check that out. Twitter's the best place for all the commentary because it takes 10 seconds to try to tweet, MWC Wire. So check us out there. And, yeah, we'll be back uh, next time. Uh, subscribe to this podcast and our other ones we do. I guess it's on the same feed, Andy, but some football-centric ones. So go check that out. And then we'll be uh, – we'll see you next time. And just don't get sick, people. Do your best, right? Just uh, be safe out there and watch basketball. Stay inside and watch basketball. That's all there you, you gotta do, right? Yes, yes. That's Just our, stay that's inside. Our recommendation. Yeah. From the, the MWW and, uh, uh, recommendation. Stay inside. Watch basketball. And go to Heat Check CVB on the day. Of, do you have the day of ranking of, of score predictions Just every morning, essentially? Uh, yeah, essentially, as long as, you know, there's not some reason why I don't get to them earlier. <laughs> but, yes. Hey, come on. Check those out for all the scores. So when you want to see the real score for CSU, San Diego State Saturday, check the site out Saturday morning. He checks CVB and probably on Twitter as well, all those places. So, but yeah, so we'll see you next time, folks.